Hello and welcome guys to another episode of these bite-sized tutorials for the preparation of the Certified Information System Security Professional Exam. In this episode, we'll continue our discussion on privacy and compliance. Moving on, now let's have a look at what laws have been enacted by the European Union in regard to the protection of an individual's personally identifiable information. So this European Union EU have decided some requirements for data protection and they are notice what this means is that the enterprises need to give notice or give some sort of alert to subjects or users when their personal data is being collected they need to make them aware like oh hey we are collecting your name and birth date for dash dash reason our next requirement relates to what this reason is that is the purpose of our data collection. We need to tell the users that we are collecting this information because of this reason. So like we are collecting your name and date of birth so that we can send you birthday wishes on something like that. Next, after addressing the information collected and the purpose behind it, we need to ask for permission. You cannot simply tell them and I'll just collect this and that for whatsoever reason you have no say in it. No, you are required to ask for the consent and only when they give you their consent can you really use that information in any way that you originally planned. Now remember, using this information for any other use except for that mentioned in the purpose section would be considered illegal and you might face civil litigation if caught. Also, now that we have this information, it is our first and foremost responsibility to protect this information at all cost. We need to protect it from unauthorized access, exposure to wrong parties, etc, etc. So we are responsible for protecting it from any possible potential damage or abuse. And this comes under the section security. Next, as we collect this information, we need to make sure that our subjects are not only aware that they are being monitored and some of their data is being recorded, but they also need to be informed on who exactly is collecting the data. And this comes under the section disclosure. After that, we need to ensure that we control access to this data. Subjects need to have access to this data to make any changes in case of any inaccuracies. Also, other parties who are not authorized should be restricted from accessing this data and that makes up a section 6 that is access. The last section is accountability. This is a very crucial part of data protection directive. It says that subjects need to have access to a method which can allow them to hold these data collectors accountable if they fail to follow the aforementioned principles. What this means is that if you as a company are collecting data and because of any reason if this data is exposed or lost or manipulated then you are liable for the damage to all the people involved. This could result in either a civil litigation or you compensating all the damage that you have caused. So in short, EU developed a strict data protection directive which has seven sections and they are notice, purpose, consent, security, disclosure, access and accountability. Next, let's have a look at different types of legal systems around the world. Because natural to say, if you are doing business in any of these countries, then you need to have an understanding of the current legal system so that you can operate well under the law. First, let's have a look at codified legal system. Now, this system is found in France, Spain, and South America. 
Since a large part of South America was taken by Spain, thus they imposed the legal system there. What this codified legal system means is that the laws or the rules are written on statutes. So it is a rule-based system. It works something like uh, you can say that if it is written in the book that it is wrong, then it is wrong. Also, since they were written as jokes, that is why we call them codified. In contrary to codified legal system, we have another legal system and that is common legal system. This system is found in United Kingdom, United States of America and Australia. So what happens here is that judgments are taken based on precedence. That is, if something of this nature happened before, then what was the judgment given by the judge at that time? Based upon that, we take a decision right now. And if something of this sort has never happened, then any subsequent cases of this type would be judged based upon the judgment that we'll give now. So it's ruling based upon judges rather than written rules. Next, we have customary legal system. This type of system is found in Native American Indian, China and India. In this we rule based upon customs and traditions. That is, we do things like we have always done. This is common in areas where we have years and years long of history of doing things and that is what is handed down to them. Another form of a legal system is a religious legal system. Now this system is defined by a deity or deities who identify what are the norms for social behavior or living. Now some examples of this would be Halakha that is Jewish legal system, Sharia that is Islamic legal system, Canon that is Christian legal system and Hindu legal system. So with this we come to an end of this episode. I hope you liked this lecture and understood the pattern of European Union's Data Protection Directive and the legal systems around the world. Do subscribe to my Patreon at a minimum fee of $5 a month to get access to written lecture notes and to clear any doubts that you may have. Thank you for listening to this podcast and stay tuned for the next episode.